Listen, I'm easy to find. And then they can kiss my ass. What's going on, YouTube? It's Nathan back with another video presentation. This is episode thir 13 of the podcast, Big Nate Sports Talk. Um, in this episode, we're just checking in on the Baltimore Orioles and the Washington Nationals. It is now we're 50 games into the season, 112 more left to go. I cannot believe that May is almost May is over, uh, practically after t after after Tuesday. Um, but uh, after the first 50 games, um, I'm so completely very surprised um, with the Baltimore Orioles. But before I get into that. There's a couple things that I want to clarify. In the previous video, the last video that went up uh, with the WNBA rankings and the Liz Cambage situation, I made. I want to. I want to clear up my conclusion on that. So, and in, in conclusion of what I was trying to say is, is that it's very disappointing to see you have the NECA, who's the voice for the women, and who's been at the forefront to me of every issue that you can think of, whether it's social issues, different things like that. And that 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 question when it was asked, you could just see the body language. Like if you read between the lines, like I understand what I understand, but like I don't want to talk about it right now. Elizabeth Williams, I know is is also part of that team. It's kind of like they don't want to talk about it right now. And I couldn't respect that, but it's almost kind of like the, the W is accepting this. Like, Oh, she said it. No big deal. It is what it is. Move on from it. And I, I'm looking at it like, well, yeah, we, we got on Courtney Williams for what she did. That wasn't, even that was off the that was off the court. Here's Liz Cambage. When you, you're representing not only your country, but you're representing the, back, the global basketball community, and you're making these those kind of remarks. There's no accountability, and you're pretty much just saying, "Well, she said it. Oh, oh well." That kind of goes against what you're you're trying to you're fighting for the narratives that you're trying to kill. Instead of saying, you know what, we 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 got to do better, because I think that that's what I take that's that's what I take away from it. And I just and I'm I'm not sitting here saying that she needs to be banned from the league. I'm simply saying her PR team has done a fantastic job and keeping this completely, um, trying to keep this from becoming a becoming a, a, a catastrophe but at the end of the day it's just simply it's accountability that 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 apology that meant nothing but you're kind of letting letting others know well it's okay to disrespect it's okay to say those kind of things and again if you want to talk about how we use certain words that's that's another that I that's not what that's not my focus. My focus is, is on this. Okay, I don't want to talk about that. I'm sticking to what I'm talking about, and that's with this situation. Yeah, it was a year, 
yeah, let's move on from it. But it's pretty much almost like saying, well, oh, well, it, 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 she said it. What do you want me to do about it? That's why I got away from, from it. But I'm going to move off of that. Let's talk some baseball. So the Baltimore Orioles, they are 21 and 20 and 29, 50 games. Um, the, the culture is so different. I love it. Again, uh, I feel like the team talent-wise is better. Uh, the pitching still need to work up the kinks. Um, but some of the, the free agent acquisitions, Odor has panned out well. Uh, Chris Owings, man, we got to let him go. Um, I mean, it just – I just see a different Oriole team, and I, I'm really proud of the, the, the job that Michael Elias has done. Um, he's what he's trying to build with this team. I'm very proud of that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Brandon Hyde. I feel like he has gotten a bad rep, uh, because he's had nothing to work with. I knew whoever was taking this job, they were given a dumpster fire left by Dan Duquette and Brady Anderson. Um, I also believe that he was going to be in a no win situation. I would like to see what he looks like with a good team. One thing I don't like about when teams rebuild, they bring on coaches to be like the the placeholder. And then when the team is ready to compete, then you fire. Let me see what they look like when they're all ready to compete with, uh, with under Michael Elias. Now, I mean, under Brandon Hyde, excuse me. Uh, I, I definitely do think that um, I don't really understand. I keep seeing it on, on the pa- and papers. Um, I just am not. I'm not feeling this this notion that we need to trade Trey Mancini. I mean, the guy, comeback player of the year last year, he was in the home run derby. Um, chemo with colon colon cancer. I think he is the staple. He's the better of this locker room. I I I, I know what it is. Like. And it and it bothers me because he's he he can be so he's so talented offensively. Team a lot of people go like he could do he could be so better on other teams. Um, and and I think I, I don't see and I don't see that. I think he will will be here. He's going to be here to stay. Um, if they would have traded him, they would have been. If they wanted to trade him, they would have done that a while ago. Um, but if I'm looking at this Oreo team. Compared to last year, they were 17 and 33. And look at the progress. Like, we're getting people like Alex Cora. I watched the post game interview. I mean, he's giving us nothing but praise. Um, and some other teams. I mean, these boys are, are competing. And some of the comebacks this season so far have been great. I know tonight we beat we beat Boston ten nothing. Uh, I know Ryan Metcalfe had, had had a four hit uh, hit hit the ball four times. Mancini hit the ball three times. Ali Rutschman, uh, who hit the ball twice, he and Jorge Manteo. Uh, Santander had a home run. I think Urias had a home run. Like, the, it's just I, I just noticed a different approach. I mean, the plate discipline has gotten a little better. Um, like I, I want to also make this clear, Adley Rutschman. I think this was Rutschman. I think this was a good opportunity to call it up now. I think 
calling him up last year or the year before would have been a mistake. I'm going to tell you why. Because those teams, if you watch the games, they were terrible. Those teams were trash. And I don't want guys to be called up so fast and their development's rushed. Just because I understand he was he, he was he was the number one overall pick. I respect that. He has he's a five tool player. I think he's going to be great for the Orioles for years to come. But I think this was the right time. I think Michael Eisner made a, made the right choice of calling him up now because you want to be you want to be around guys that compete, not guys that just sit around, not guys that are eh average. Um, they've been they're hopping from team to team, and most nights they're they're nowhere to be found. Like I don't want to see that. I want to see him around competitiveness and. Like, to see the Orioles, they've already won 20 games so far against the AL East opponents. Um, last year was 11. Um, no, I'm sorry. Last year they won 20 games. And now this year they're at 11, which is not bad. I, I just think we just got to just clean some things up. I definitely think that the pitching needs to be a little bit better. Some of the bullpen arms got to be consistent. We just need some consistency. Like, I, I really do feel like this Oriole team is on the up and coming. We're just starting to see the greatness, and it's going to it's going to pan out. Mark my words. The I, I predict you'll see DL Hall and Grayson Rodriguez most likely around around June. Um, but the next us for us is against Seattle. Um, like if we beat them, we'll be over 500. Uh, we haven't seen that since July of 2020. And the last time we really saw that was 2019 in July. Um, I, I just feel like this team, I'm really proud of, I'm really proud of these guys. It's, they're starting, it's turning a corner. Um, there was, there's no, dis I mean, listen, every, fa every sports team has a disgruntled fan base. I don't know where that narrative came from that. I mean, we, we knew that the Orioles had to rebuild and we were surprised it was going to take, it was, it was going to take this long, but because you have the right guy behind the scenes, um, it's starting to get better now. Um, the Washington nationals are 18 and 32. Steven Strasburg is on pace. He had his first rehab assignment, did well, uh, but we lost tonight, thirteen to five. Uh, the, the bullpen, the rotation, the pitching staff—it's just not—it's just not consistent. Uh, Josiah Gray, I mean, we played Colorado Sunday, and I mean, he did okay, but the glaring thing is, is just this rotation—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not that great. Juan Soto. I mean, the, the bats can do can do only so much, but uh, we we knew what we were getting into. Uh, Mike Rizzo made that clear that they they were rebuilding, but um, it's really disappointing to kind of see this team the way it's looked. I know there's injuries. I know that there's guys that are way past their prime. Patrick Corbin has been very disappointing. Uh, I almost kind of feel like the 
the Nationals pulled what the Orioles pulled when we traded Manny Machado and Zach Britton a year late. Um, I feel like that's what the Nationals are doing now. I mean, your rotation consists of Adone, Corbin, uh, Fetty, Gray, and Josh Rogers. Patrick Corbin is, 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 your, is your number one guy in the rotation. And he's not really – he's not off to a, a great start. Um, and then these guys behind him are all are young guys. I mean, Josh Rogers, he's, he's, he's a former Oriole. Josiah Gray is a prospect. Um, Eric Fettel is a prospect. Was a was a prospect. So I mean, and then your your offense. I mean, your bullpen then consists of Arnon, uh, Sessic, Edwards Jr., Espino, Finnegan, Machado, Rainey, Ramirez, and Voth. Like the pit, it, it really haven't been consistent. So, and then again. You don't have Will Hart, you don't have Will Harris, uh, Doolittle, uh, Annabelle Sanchez, John Ross, Carter Kabloom, and Steven Strasburg. They're all on this, they're all eight on this, they're all on the disabled list. So that really also puts a damper on things. And then um, Steven Strasburg, like I said, he had his first assignment. It has been really, really hard to watch some of these national games. Um, I know they had, I know they had a, a players only meeting of a, a while not too long ago, but they have been. It, it is it is just not been that good, um, and I I think the Washington Nationals. I think they will be. Uh, I think they'll be in the lottery. I think they're going to. I think they're going to. I'm not thinking no, that's right, next year. I think they're going to have. I think they're going to end up with most likely. The somewhere in the top three as a as a draft pick uh, because if the playoffs started today, uh, it's actually the Royals and the Reds and the Royals are tied for the worst team in Major League Baseball. Behind them is the Tigers. Then it's the Nationals, the Marlins, the Cubs, and that's it. Um, the Rockies. They're 22 and 26. The Diamondbacks are 24 and 26. Um, the Phillies are right there. They're 28, 21 and 28. The Braves are 23 and 26. The, Mar- the Mets are really having a good year. Shot the book show, Walter, uh, 33 and 17. Uh, the New York Yankees, uh, they're in first place. Minnesota Twins, they're in first place. White Sox are 500. Uh, the Guardians are 24, I mean 2024. 20 the Astros 31 and 18. Anaheim's behind them 27, 22. And the Rangers are 23 and 24. The Manners are 20 and 28. And the Athletics are 20, 20 and 31. So I mean, you kind of see the picture. I mean, we're 50 games, we had 112 games left to go. Uh, I do think that they're gonna be so there's gonna be some bumps. This is now the true, this is where we start to get we start to get into the nitty-gritty. Of the schedule, like this is where, this is where you're, this is where it counts. This is where you really get to kind of see these guys tough it out. Um, but one thing I do notice, I kind of do want to look at is a couple of things that I've noticed. Um, the Marlins and the Rockies 
um, at the beginning of the season. Um, well, actually, in the beginning of May, they were 12. The Marlins were 12 and 8. And the Rockies, I believe, were 12 and 9. Now they are a complete, they did a complete 180. I mean, this is some bad stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much more this I can take. I, I, I just don't know. This is ridiculous. I, I, what? What? And you got to be kidding me. So when are we going to say something about it? I'm just, you know what? I'm going to walk away. I'll be right back. Because I'm scared I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble. Because I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Okay. So, I know the Rockies have been dealing with injuries, particularly with Chris Bryant. Um, so, you can't, I can't ignore that. Um, and then also, too, their bullpen's not been that well to look at, neither. Um Marlins. I, I I feel like they. I thought they had it. I thought we were going forward, but we're not going backwards. Um, they have been just not. They just that have been a good team. Um, I would say the most surprising team is the Boston Red Sox. They're starting to pick it up. They were actually the fifth place. Uh, trust your eyes, and they and they've been on a tear. Um, they offensively just looked like a shell of themselves. Um, like I feel like it was really Devers and Bogarts that were really carrying that offense. Um, now and then Trevor Story starting to pick it up. They're all honestly all of them are starting to pick it up. Um, I mean, right now, if I if I if I had if I had to pick, um, I mean, there's no really true right now award winner. Um, I, I do find that, uh, you could, I mean, we'll see as the time progresses. but so far that's what I've noticed. Um, we're in the month of June now, so let's see, let's see what everything looks like. Um, I definitely also wanted to take this time. I wanted to speak on, uh, one Tommy fam. Uh, he's an outfielder for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, so, and I spoke about this on, on my Twitter page. If you've not, you can follow me up at one Nathan Snell. Um, so Jock Peterson, who's out, who's now playing for the San Francisco giants, um, said that apparently, He said that he and Tommy Pham were in a, in a fantasy football league for last season. And um, reports came out stating that he was slapped. Jock Peterson was slapped of, of something he did because of what he did in fantasy football. So According to the reports, Peterson had stated that he slashed an injured player on his bench. So let me let me explain that what it means. So in fantasy, um, example, okay, 
Lamar Jackson, okay, broke his ankle, right? So I have to move him to the IR or I can cut him and sign somebody else. Or I can put him on the IR and sign somebody to fill in his to fill in his spot. Okay. Now, Jock was explaining that there was screenshots of the rules and all those different things like that. This past Saturday, um, Mr. Fam thought it was okay to get it in his face, Jock Peterson's face, and physically assault him by slapping him in the face. So um, Tommy, and I knew something was going to come up about it. I didn't think about it. I'm thinking, okay, either money was involved or something was said along the lines where he felt it was for disrespected. So Jack Peterson laid it out on the table. He had a bunch of gifts, those um, those pictures, basically trash talking the pirates. He showed everything. Um, according to what also Jock said, they Tommy Fam had quit during the fantasy league during the season. Which <laughs> there are some, there are people that will do that, especially when you're not winning. Um, I, I let me just say this: I think that's flat out. I don't, I don't want to, I don't, that bothers me. And just for the record, see, I started playing fantasy sports for fun. There are people that do these kind of things for money and other things. That's, that's just not me. Um, he made it clear he doesn't play about his money. And I respect that, but I think there's a better way. Again, there's a better way you handle things. I think to go on the field during while y'all warming up for the game to slap a man in his face, that's a bitch move. Uh, excuse my name. That's that to me, that's not how you handle it. You pull me man man to man, you pull me inside and say, Yo, man, I don't appreciate that. Now let me just keep it real. He was on a team last year, the San Diego Pies race. That team was the most overrated baseball team of last year. Everybody raved about them or how they, they're going to the World Series, they're this team to beat, blah, 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 blah. They didn't even make it, end up making the playoffs. You can throw injuries, all, all these other excuses. They weren't who we thought they were. Tony Fan was a good player, not taking anything away from him. But I think it speaks on a on a on a think better on the thing of to me. He said, "This is what Tommy said." He said, "There was we had way too much money." He said, that's a code. He felt disrespected. And again, I get it. You know, you, money's that to be played with. Um, but I, I don't think that's the way you handle it, in my opinion. Um, because, I, 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 I mean, this whole thing about this gambling thing, I, I don't want to get into the whole thing, he, him being a gambler. That, that, that's, that's, his, that's, his, that's his choice. That's his life. You know, do, do your thing. But I, I I feel like I I because I, I feel like it's it's silly because now it cost you three games and some money and I I mean 
yeah, okay, he trash talked, but I'm thinking like he says something that this was very disrespectful. But I mean to slap somebody over fantasy football, like come on now, like come on, we're, we're better than we like we've got bigger, we got issues around this around the world that are more important than you being in your feelings about a roster move. Like, are you kidding me? Like me personally, and, and I'm one of those, and I, I'm not, listen, I'm about to send up for my teammates. You're not going to slap my teammate and act like that, and that you won't get away with it. Because there are guys that will remember that. I'm talking about when you, when you stick up for your teammates. I'm just saying, you could have handled that differently. You could have pulled him to the side and say, you know what? I did not appreciate you, that, that, that movie pulled. You know what? I will react it. That's my bad. That's how you handle conflict. That's conflict resolution. Me coming up to you, slapping in the face. Oh, what's that all about? We're better than that. We're better than that. So he was suspended for three games. Um... I mean, I, I remember. I remember what was it? Um, there was somebody. I think it was like a year ago. He got sentenced like thirty six months in prison um, because he was sending uh, threatening text messages to I think it was a member of the Devil uh, Tampa Bay Rays's family members. Um, and like I said, I, I stay away from that fantasy football. I do it for fun. And it's really kind of cool to like know. Oh, I can build. I can build this team. I can build that team. All, all that those money leagues. That that ain't me. That's not my thing. Um, that's actually why I've actually kind of stayed away from fantasy sports and, and and all that kind of stuff for a little bit, a little while. But I just think that you have to make sure you agree to the rules when you're in certain league, when you're in leagues, and more importantly. Be communicative, have, have communication. Goodness is another example of uh, two guys not being having poor communication. Um, I, I definitely, definitely think that 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 is really, really crazy. Um, that's that's interesting. So yeah, I, I just wanted I, I wanted to speak on that because I, I thought that was really, really interesting. Um that really happened. And um yeah, just learn and grow from the mistakes, just take accountability. Uh he, he accepted the three game suspension, and we're gonna leave it at that. Um so Major League Baseball, 112 games left. Uh let's see what the rest of the season looks like. Um, but until then, I'm out. Y'all have a good night. If you smell Listen, I'm easy to find These videos are tremendous Like, comment, and subscribe And hammer that notification bell And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.